Seriously Social News, your weekly news roundup on all that's new in the world of social media, the internet and technology. Welcome to Seriously Social News on Friday the 8th of March 2013. Facebook announced a complete redesign of their newsfeed on Thursday this week at a press conference at its headquarters in Menlo Park, California. Facebook originally launched newsfeeds back in 2006, and although there have been changes along the way, as well as the introduction of timeline and graph search, this is the most radical change since then. The new design is meant to be more visual and less cluttered. Mark Zuckerberg tagged the changes, quote, Goodbye clutter, hello bright, beautiful stories, end quote, and highlighted three things that the new design is focus on. Visually engaging stories, a choice of feeds to focus on the topic you are interested in, and a consistency across all platforms, including different mobile devices, tablets, and computers. The new stories are much wider, giving more room for bigger images, and of course, you guessed it, adverts. Users can choose from a number of feeds to dig deeper into specific news stories from their friends and people and pages they are following, including a general news feed, most recent, all friends, photos, music, following, games, groups and more. The navigation is changing too, with a colourful icon strip on the left hand side, and Facebook are making it easier to navigate without having to keep returning back to the homepage. The new news feed is being rolled out slowly but if you want to be first in line, you can join the queue by signing up on the newsfeed page at www.facebook.com forward slash about forward slash newsfeed. We are told that the Facebook iOS app will be updated with a new experience in a couple of weeks time, whereas poor Android users like myself will have to wait a little longer. Seriously Social News On Wednesday this week, Google's social network Google Plus has made some big changes to the profile section. And by big, I mean big images. Your profile cover image has increased in size dramatically. The size of the cover image used to be up to 940 times 180 pixels, but now it is up to 2120 times 1192 pixels. This means Google Plus profiles are going to look really crisp and clear on Retina displays such as the iPad, iPhone and Retina MacBook Pros. The original images you use don't have to quite be that size and they can be as small as 480 times 270 However, such images will look a little bit pixelated. As well as a bigger cover image, Google Plus have spruced up the About section of users' profiles, making them cleaner and putting information in more organised coloured boxes. Google have added a Facebook-style View Profile As feature that allows you to view your profile as a specific person or circle would see it. This is certainly a welcome feature as it enables you to check which bits of information you are happy to share with your family, friends, acquaintances or the general public. A new Local Reviews tab has also been added to users' profiles beside the About, Posts, Photo, YouTube and Plus Ones tab. This lists all the reviews that that user has created in one place. Seriously Social It's not been a great week for Microsoft, with a U-turn on Microsoft Office licenses and the admission of a pricing mistake for Windows 8 Pro. Some weeks back, Microsoft caused some controversy when it emerged that Office 2013 products could not be transferred between PCs unless the user's PC failed under its warranty period. If a user bought a new PC or their current one died out of warranty, their Office 2013 product would no longer be valid. In a welcome move, Microsoft have confirmed that the Microsoft Office license agreement allows users to transfer the software from one PC to another. 
In the same week, Microsoft also admitted that there was a pricing error on their UK site that showed their flagship operating system, Windows 8 Pro, being sold at a knockdown price of only £45. Normally, Windows 8 Pro costs £190, and Windows 8 Standard is £99, so the £45 price was quite a discount. A Microsoft spokesman has said that the price has been corrected, and they have honoured purchases made at the lower price. Socially awesome. Question and answer service Quora have launched a new review service this week. It's not that long since Quora launched a blog service, which I covered in episode 7 of Seriously Social News. Some of the question and answer pages of Quora already include reviews, but the new service puts all the reviews in one place, together with a star rating. This is definitely something to watch as Quora are now competing in a similar field to Yelp, TripAdvisor and the Internet Movie Database. IAG.me in February this year, Twitter announced that Posterous, which is a blogging service it acquired back in March 2012, was being discontinued. Posterous is being shut down on April 2013. Twitter acquired popular social media management tool TweetDeck for $40 million back in May 2011. Since then, there have been rumblings on the internet that Twitter may pull the plug on TweetDeck. Although I very much doubt that that will be the case, Twitter announced this week that they are killing off TweetDeck for iPhone and Android, as well as the Adobe Air version for Mac and PC. This isn't great news, since the Adobe version of TweetDeck is, in my opinion at least, superior in its feature set. Although the iPhone and Android versions were fairly poor in their user interfaces, it did give businesses a free alternative to premium social media management tools for their teams to use on their mobile devices so that Twitter passwords could be kept secure. Now businesses will have to move over to the likes of Hootsuite and Sprout Social. It has been clear for some time now that Twitter wants to limit third-party clients, and TweetDeck, at least the mobile version, seemed to be another victim in Twitter's tightening of its guidelines. Socially awesome. And finally, there have been rumours about an Apple iWatch for quite some time now, but Bloomberg reported this week that the iWatch could be launched this year and could be more profitable than Apple TV. An analyst from Citigroup, Oliver Chen, has said it could be a $6 billion opportunity, according to Bloomberg. The iWatch could sport a full version of the Apple operating system iOS, but issues over battery life have caused delays in the project. The iWatch should be more than just another iOS device and include health and fitness tools, such as the pedometer and other sensors, so that it can compete with similar devices such as the Fitbit. What do you think? Would you buy an iWatch? As always, do let me know. You've been listening to Seriously Social News from Ian Anderson Gray. You can follow Ian on Twitter at IAG.me. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash IAG.me. For all the latest, check out Ian's blog at www.iag.me. This podcast is brought to you by Select Performers Internet Solutions. IAG.me. Seriously social. Socially awesome.